welcome to Fierce Woman Rising, the podcast that ignites your inner fire and introduces you to women who shattered norms, rewritten rules, and embraced financial independence. I'm Claire, accountant, business mentor, coach, and your guide on this transformational journey. Each week, I'll be sharing powerful interviews with women who have embraced a life of purpose and taken control of their destinies. Learn from their stories, empower yourself, and if you feel called, join us in rewriting your own story. Financial independence, joy, and abundance are not just a dream. It is your birthright. Let's rise together with fire and become the next fierce woman rising. Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of the Fierce Woman Rising podcast. Today, I am delighted to be chatting to the lovely Nikki Fogarty, a 30-year-old mama, teacher and educator for the last 12 years. And over the time since she has joined this business, so we're talking less than 12 months, she has gone from working two jobs, juggling two kids, getting me out of bed at six o'clock in the morning, doing the crazy mum thing to traveling full-time with her kids, her hubby and her dogs. So I don't know about you, but I am really excited to hear this story and hear how um, in such a short space of time, she's completely foot turned um, what life looked like. So I'm really excited to share, to hear that, to share that and um, to get going. So Nikki, welcome. Thank you. Super excited to be. I'm really, really, um, yeah, really, really grateful. This is another example of how women can cross paths in the online space. And like our paths would probably never, ever have crossed prior had it not been for this business. And I just think it's so awesome to be able to share the stories and experiences and and all that of of different people doing this business their way. So, um, yeah, great to have you. <laughs> Why don't we start off with, um, um, in the intro, uh, you sort of, uh, we shared about how you've been doing this business now for 10 months and you've gone from sort of juggling two jobs and and two kids to now traveling full time. Like that's a massive, um, a massive shift, a massive pivot where let's go right back to sort of the beginning. Talk us through your, your background um, and how you got to the point where you were like, you know what, I can't keep doing this. So my... I've been an educator for the last 12 years and I absolutely love it. I wouldn't change a second of my teaching experience. However, when I had my own kids, I didn't want to go back. Mm. I didn't want to teaching other people's kids instead of spending that quality time with my own. I am predominantly early childhood trained, so I know that in the first five years is the most important time to spend with your kids. And I was sacrificing that to go and do it with other people's kids. Mm -hmm. So I was giving experiences and the me time that I wanted to be giving to my own kids. And it was literally my daughter was two and a half months old and I spiralled into postnatal depression because i couldn't handle going back to work it was I had had an amazing time off I've got a super supportive family um my friends around me were absolutely incredible I had the most amazing time like first few months off with my daughter 
and the more the time started looming of me having to go back to work and we didn't have a choice because I didn't have any kind of financial support whatsoever Mm. I work and it, it was I hated it it just I spiraled into that depression and I could not find a way out and the same, exact same thing happened again when I had to go back to work with my son. He's two now. I had to go back to work when he was six months old. Wow. And the exact same thing happened but tenfold. And I didn't want to do the same thing over again and miss out on so much time again. And that was when I really started searching for something that I could do that would still bring in an income but wasn't going to sacrifice that time with my kids that I needed, that they needed. And being able to not have to sacrifice getting paid to be able to spend time with my kids when they're sick and take, like my daughter has additional needs, being able to take her to all of the appointments that she needed to go to and Mm. all of the extra things that were on top of that. It was... It's a real juggle, isn't it? It's really like, I mean, our, our kids are older now. Sorry for um, jumping in. <laughs> our kids are older now. But I remember that going back, having to go back to work thing. Um, and like I was very career driven, very career oriented. I wasn't maternal at all. I, you know, it wasn't, I wasn't like one of those um, people, like I had friends of a similar age that were just dying to have kids. So I was just like, oh, it'll probably happen one day, you know, focusing on my career right now. And when I went back to work after having Kai, um, it wasn't so bad. You know, he was a, he was a great sleeper. So, you know, I, we got back into a routine really well. He didn't like going to daycare, but you know, I was just like, okay, well, this is, this is life now kind of thing. And I just kind of put it down to normal, but I was the same as you second time around that pull that like, I really, don't want to be doing this anymore um, was amplified like big time. But for me, there was a real conflict because I did love my job. I did, I did love working. Um, But then when I think about it, it may be more like what you were saying. I loved the, I loved the fact that I was earning money and finance and financially contributing to a household as opposed to loving putting the kids in daycare and, and actually going to work sort of thing. So it's, it's a really, um, our priorities completely change when we have kids, don't we? And, and, and it's really cool now that we're in a time where there are opportunities that we can look for alternatives. Yeah. Yeah. Well, even with me starting to search when Case was six months old, I still, it still took me almost an extra year on top of that before I found anything that was going to stick, that was going to work. Yeah. And I, I looked into so many different things. I've researched constantly for almost a year. I hear you. <laughs> programs and work from home, everything else that I applied for, that I looked into, that I, you know, researched to making sure things weren't scams. Like it was just, it was full on. Yeah. And, it took until literally seeing one of my friends who I grew up with doing this business and succeeding before I went, that's what I want. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> so what was it that you what was it that you saw what was it that made you that that kind of made you go okay that's it like there was there something that um you know did you was it something that you kind of just knew in your heart or was it a was it a okay I've done the research like what was your sort of um what was your process if you like from finding out about this as a business to going okay this is what I want to do probably both so I'm very I don't make I try not to make big decisions like this without my husband being on board with it Mm -hmm. so I was all in from the second I started watching yes this is what I want to do this is what I need and my husband was I need more information find this out for me find that out for me tell me what like what is it going to look like what do you need to do like he wanted all of the information. Yeah. So I had to go back and calm myself down a little bit. <laughs> go, go through the process and see everything that it entailed and make sure that, you know, it was legit and we are going to earn money from this. And all of these success stories are real and they're incredible. And you can see the difference that it's made in people's lives. Mm-hmm. So yeah. all that research took me about, a month and a half, maybe two months from first broaching the subject with my husband to him saying, yes, let's do this. Let's awesome. get let's 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 get it rolling kind of thing I totally relate to that as well it's one of those things like I've always said that I the best decisions I've ever made in life are the ones that fly in the face of logic and that they're the ones where I've trusted my heart and trusted my gut and just gone with what I felt rather than what I've thought in my head. And I, up to, um, up to the point of watching the webinar, I was like, I don't know. I don't know. Like, you know, I've bobbed Sally off a couple of times before, like not interested, not interested, scam, scam. And that's because I was like you, I'd looked into so many different things. Um, and, you know, I was just like, Oh, this really does look too good to be true. How can you earn like four figure, five figure months, six figure months as some people earning, like how can you earn that that easily? You know, if it was that easy, why isn't everyone doing it? You know, all those kind of questions were cycling around my head. But then it was like, as soon as I started watching that masterclass, I was like, oh, (laughs) you felt that too, that like, oh, this is where I need to be. (laughs) Yeah that you find is just incredible like you said like we would have never connected if it hadn't been for this business yeah like I'm I'm Townsville (laughs) (laughs) and and you know and doing it from you know like we need we need a device and an internet connection and that that's it isn't it and that's that's something that I think is amazing as well in the 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 time the day and age that we're in like like I said before like there's opportunities that we can earn really great money from absolutely anywhere because more and more people I think are starting to um starting to feel less of a need to be tied to an area it just does that kind of make sense like to to explore and to travel and to realize there's a big wide world out there and maybe it was COVID that had us all confined and now we're all suddenly you know not wanting to take for granted what's around us and we want to explore a bit more I don't know but talk to me about your journey then from having a having a home base and having two jobs that you're juggling with two young kids and and then now being full-time traveling what did that look like? So that decision actually came 
I um, I graduated my uni degree about six months before COVID mm-hmm. and my graduation ceremony wasn't supposed to be until like two weeks after the lockdown started. So right. obviously that got and that got pushed back and pushed back and pushed back and then just completely can't. <laughs> so I graduate my teaching degree, but I did earn a vice chancellor's award, which they still had their ceremony for receiving that. Mm-hmm. So me and my flew to Perth because my university was in Perth and I'd done it all long distance. Yeah. So flew to Perth and we were we started planning a six-month trip to go to Perth and we started like mapping it out and going, oh, we'll stop here and we'll stop here and we'll show the kids this and we need to take the kids here and just planning everything that we wanted to do. And I remember distinctly sitting on this riverboat, we're cruising down on a lunch cruise just before we get on the plane and I just looked at my husband and I was like, I'm done. I don't want to go back to work. I don't want to work full-time full-time hours, getting the kids out of bed by six, getting them to daycare by seven at the latest so I can get an hour back to work Mm. and do the opposite in the afternoon again, that I'm exhausted, they're exhausted, you work even longer hours than we do. And it was just, I said, I'm done. What we're going to do is we're going to rent the house out and we're just going to buy a caravan and go. Don't care, let's do that. And he looked at me and he's like, when do we leave? Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, we we actually planned to not leave until August this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and we got back home and that was our plan. We were leaving in August. So technically we should have only been on the road for a month now. Mm-hmm. But we got home and I realised the August date was because um, my husband's brother was getting married. And for some reason I had in my head that it was August. He got married in March. So then we we went, oh, well, let's leave in March then. And yeah. within making that decision to move it forward to March, I decided that I was just completely done and we were leaving in January. <laughs> and technically we haven't worked since January, so neither of us have worked a full-time job since January. And we left and did a month on Fraser Island. So we we did a week and a bit on Fraser and spent over a month getting there and getting back again. And then when we came home, we still didn't um, we still didn't have to go back to work. So we got the house sorted for the new renters to move in and then we just waited for the wedding. And then as soon as we literally left the day after the wedding. So wow. we like everyone was in the wedding party. So like the kids were walking down the aisle. Carl was a groomsman. And we, as soon as the wedding was finished, we packed up, said goodbye, and we were off. We were out of there. How exciting. How liberating as well. Yeah, what does your um, partner do for work? What does your hubby do for work? Or did he do he's, for work? <laughs> he's a boiler maker. Yeah, radio. So completely and utterly different, probably heaps like shift work or was he fly in, fly out or? No, he had, he's actually was at the same job from his apprenticeship. So he was at the same workshop for over 14 years. Wow. It was a big adjustment. Um, 
going from like he was he was at that workshop for longer than I've known him. He was in his second year of his apprenticeship or third year of his apprenticeship when we met. So it was a big adjustment for him to go from such a safe mm. environment, knowing that he had that income constantly and taking this step was a big, like it was a big adjustment for all of us, but for him to go from being the main breadwinner mm. that he had that job security for the rest of his life to turning his back and walking away, that was one of the, I think one of the hardest things for him to adjust to was the fact that, you know, I bring in most of the money at the moment. So <laughs> <laughs> he has stopped um, because it is a big adjustment. So we're taking baby steps. So like he he has stopped and worked once or twice but never for more than a couple of weeks at a time, just long enough for him to go, oh, I, I kind of miss being with the family all the time. Let's mm-hmm. go back and do that. <laughs> but isn't it like it's it's testament to the lifestyle, isn't it? And let's say it's not it's not for everybody. Not everybody wants to to pack up and buy a caravan and travel. But it I just love hearing stories like this about how it's possible because it's so easy for us to sit there and think, oh yeah, but we couldn't do that because of this and we couldn't do that because of that. And, you know, oh, then we'd have to think about this and we'd have to think about that. And it's it's kind of, it, it's sort of easy to sit in that space of, oh, no, it's all too hard. It's all too hard. It's all too hard. So I love hearing stories where where people are just gone, you know what? it you know like we can, like we absolutely can. And like you said, like it doesn't have to be 100% cold turkey you know you get somewhere and you want to stay there for a few weeks and there's work available like my hubby's an electrician he's a tradie so I guess it's similar kind of thing you know there'd, there'd always be stuff that you could find um, if you wanted that break or that boost of funds or whatever but I think it's just so um, so enlightening and so empowering to hear stories of families that have just gone we don't have to do it like this just because this is the way it's always been done we don't have to. I think it's so amazing. Okay, so we did actually lose you. There we go. But we're back now. Um, and I don't know if you heard, but the question that I asked was like, what what does the future now look like for you? You know, from from going from as as we said earlier, juggling um, young kids, long days, full time working, juggling jobs. You know, to now having the complete freedom to go wherever you want, whenever you want, stay as long as you want. How has your outlook of the future changed? I I never thought that this was possible. I had all of the excuses. Like that that is the main thing that everyone says to us is, oh, we'd love to do that, but <laughs> and then rattle off whatever they think they can't do it. And most of them are the same excuses that we had. And we we're like, yeah, we had that too. We found a way around it because it's what we wanted. If it's if it's something that you actually want, it is so easy to get it. It is so easy to make it come true. You've just got to take the first step. That's and really interesting what you've just said there. I'm really sorry to butt in, but I'm like, that's something worth picking up on. Um, what you said about um, if it's something you really want to do. Because I think a lot of us, like, well, I wonder if a lot of us set goals or have ideals of things that we think we should want to do. 
And, and that's when it becomes easier to put the bullshit excuses in the way. Whereas, like you said, when it's something you really, truly, really deeply desire, like the, the excuses almost kind of melt away, don't they? Because you're like, well, it's too important for me not to find a way for this to work. Yeah. I, I've had the same, ex, um, the same experience with pretty much everything that I've done since I left school. Everyone told me that me working full-time and doing my teaching degree at the same time. So I was a teacher in an early childhood setting doing my teaching degree and they told me, everyone told me I was crazy and that's too much and it won't work, but it was what I wanted to do. So I made it work Mm -hmm. and then I fell pregnant and the same thing happened. It was, oh, you, you won't be able to do that with kids. You'll have to put your degree on hold until your kids are older and can take care of themselves. And I think I took, I took six months off the first six months of both of my kids' lives off uni and then went straight back. Mm-hmm. It was oh, something that yeah. I really wanted to do. So the excuses weren't there. Absolutely. We always, it's so easy to put excuses in the way. And I think I, I talked about this on one of the other episodes um, in as much as we might not necessarily like where we are right now but we know where we are right now and so to step away from that and do something else even if it's something that we really want to do like travel or go to another country or you know maybe start a family or start a business or whatever it might be that step out of our lane that we're in is unknown isn't it and and it's scary and so sometimes it becomes easier just to stay put even if it's just a mediocre lane that we're only kind of surviving in yeah and that's it it's stepping out of your comfort zone everyone has that zone of comfort that they know what's going to happen to them when, when they stay in that zone but if you take a step out you might fail you take another step and you might jump 10 leagues in front you just, you never know what's going to happen. And that, like you said, it's that that unknown that most people are just afraid to take that step because of. Yeah. And we just lose, like you're, you're in that beautiful position at the moment where you've got little kids and so you can physically see it every day. You know, they're like, they're insatiable curiosity their wonder their adventurous spirit and I don't know if your kids are anything like mine were at like five and two but you know it's like sometimes that curiosity is like oh for god's sake (laughs) stop stop running off over there or stop talking or stop you know like sometimes it gets a bit much but at the same time isn't that wonderful like isn't isn't that amazing to like look at the world through the eyes of a five-year-old or whatever and just be like wow like I can do anything I wonder what this does I wonder what that does like what is it how do we lose that like it's I was literally saying this to um some pre-service teachers the other day the fact that in that early years especially like I look at my son and he's just turned two and his curiosity and his fearlessness Mm mm-hmm like I was staring at the playground before because he was at the top of that spider web and like the playground is almost three stories high and he is at the top and my husband's at the bottom just going, yeah, good job, mate. Keep going. But he has no fear. He It doesn't comprehend that 
if I don't put my foot on my hand in the right place, I'm going to fall. That that doesn't even factor into his thought. He's just, I can climb. I'm good at climbing. Let's go. Mm-hmm. That, it's, yeah, but... I like, I love that. And I, I absolutely admire that in, in kids. And my, my son, particularly our eldest, he was exactly the same. And like, I, I had to get really comfortable with being that parent at the bottom. I would actually even go and sit down like on a bench or whatever. Cause what, what Kai used to do is like, he'd get to the top and it was like, he could sense my fear. And he's there, like probably like you're saying, completely confident. Yeah, I got this because they don't understand the consequences. You know, they're like, I got this. But if I was there, if I was at the bottom, um, he he would he would sense my he would sense my fear and he would not feed off it, but he'd almost um milk it. And sometimes, like if I was close by at a playground, he'd just jump off because he's like, Oh, mum's yeah. mum's gonna catch me. Um, and and then that would freak me out if I wasn't ready. So in the end, I would just go and sit over like like way back on a bench because then he'd climb down and he'd figure out his own you know limitations and he and he'd get down but parent like my friends who were like oh my god have you seen what Kai's doing like can, you better get over there I'm like no no if I get over there he it will make him worse because he will f- see how anxious I am and he'll yeah. just make me feel he'll just do something to make me feel worse he'll just hang off with one hand and lean backwards hey look at me mum <laughs> Yeah. But again, yeah, I find exactly the same. Yeah. And isn't it, isn't it, well, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but isn't it amazing how we can get to inspire that? Um, how we can get to be, how we can be the role models for that, how we can get comfortable within ourselves to allow them to fully express themselves and fully like learn their own boundaries rather than us placing our fears or beliefs or whatever on them and kind of molding them into what they're supposed to be the fact that we can um that we're doing the work on ourselves creates so many more opportunities for them doesn't it because we become a bigger version that allows them to become bigger versions of themselves as well does that make sense yeah (laughs) yeah even something as basic as confidence like I had no confidence you would not have got me on a like I went through four and a half years of uni not once did I put my camera on for any of the like not once it was not something that I was even remotely interested in it and now I'm on a video call at least every week at least usually two or three and it doesn't phase me I've done so many lives now that it just I never would have done a live but I've gained that much confidence just in the last 10 months Within the first two months, I was still working and I was driving, I think we were driving home from daycare and I said something to my daughter and she said, mom, you know what I really love? You love yourself more now. Wow. She she didn't have the words to tell me that I'd gained confidence. She didn't know what that meant, but she could see the change in me and she could see that I was appreciating who I was and having that confidence in myself that I'd never had before and she was able to pick up up on that she was only four wow she could feel that energy she could feel that shift in you yeah and what better gifts for a mother to give to a daughter 
Like it's all, it's so easy for us to tell our kids, you know, oh, you should be so proud of yourself. You should be this and you should be that. And, you know, you're amazing. You're special. But if, if, if they're hearing that, but then watching us, you know, be inward and, and have, be fearful and be, you know, not confident in ourselves, not feeling worthy in ourselves. They get so freaking confused. Cause they're like, well, mom's saying this, but she's not doing that herself and I don't get it. And then they start to question and then they start to doubt and whatever the, the whole cycle happens, but in you investing in you and becoming, let's face it, a better version of you, um, it gives her the permission. She she sees it. She feels it, and and she's gonna then be that too. How amazing yeah. is that? Yeah, and she's even started saying things like she tells me that she's amazing, and when <gasps> I tell her that I'm proud of her, she t- she says, "I know, me too." Like she <laughs> is getting that confidence, and that's something that she's never had either. She's never been one of those kids who thinks that she can do everything, and now that she's and especially since we've left. And we've like she's actually been able to spend all of her time with us. Mm. It's never something that she's had before. She's been in daycare or in the care of someone else five days a week since she was four months old. Wow. We've never had that time together. And now that we do, the change in her and the change in her confidence is just phenomenal. And I honestly I I never want to go back to working full time. It's it's not even on my radar at all because it's not, I don't want to give this up. Mm, why would you, you know, no. but like how I can't even, I can't even think of the words. It's kind of like thrown me a little bit, but how at the start, when you, when you first, when you first saw this as an opportunity, um, when you first saw this as a potential way out of full-time work but still being able to bring money in in your wildest dreams could you have foreseen that an online business I'm doing like air quotes for the podcast no one can see but you know an online business would not only improve your self-esteem self-confidence feeling of self-worth but your daughters would you have put that connection together no I 100% started the online business solely for the income Everything yep. else has just been an incredible perk. <laughs> I love that. Incredible perk. Everyone always asks me about the business and how much money I've earned and this, that, and the other. And my favorite thing to tell them about is how much my life has changed. Yes. I, my, my income journey is going to be completely different to yours and completely different to the next person who joins. But we all go through a growth. We all change and become a better version of ourselves. Everyone who puts in the time and the effort and is consistent and motivated and driven to change, they all go through the same process mm-hmm. and come out as a better version of themselves. Absolutely. And that's what I love. That is like, I was not expecting that at all. I was exactly the same as you. It was a hundred 110% the income. Um, for me being an accountant, I could not unsee the, the commission structure and how yeah. quick and easy it was to 
work through the ranks and to and to build through the ranks and to earn really really good money like I could not unsee that and then then when they came to the bit where they were talking about legacy income and the fact that you can will a um, guaranteed income stream to your kids after we've gone I was like whoa okay <laughs> sign yeah. me up but you know so it was it was it was the money it was definitely the money it was a financial draw for me 100% and because I have done so much work over the last 10 years or so on myself and you know I've been on coaching programs and I've been coach and I've done this and I've done that and you know I've been on this journey of self-discovery and and rediscovery ever since I've had the boys um I wasn't expecting to get anything else from it you know like I remember in the in the master class they were talking about this um online training platform that's got all these courses on, on mindset and you know personal leadership and all that kind of stuff and I almost glazed over I was like yeah yeah done that um whatever yeah. um isn't that isn't that awesome that it's there for someone who hasn't done it before but you know I was like yeah I don't need that but holy shit <laughs> yeah it just I don't know what it is. What would you put it down to? Like, is it is it the fact that we are, um, we're almost forced to face our bullshit? Is that how, like, how would you term it? Like, how would you term the, how this business creates personal growth in us? How would you put it in your words? It's a complicated question. <laughs> like, what is it? It's the fact that we kind of, um, we sort of there's a step-by-step process isn't there that we follow like you know to to launch our businesses to grow our businesses we give any instructions step by step by step and I guess if we get to a step and it's like ooh, ooh, that feels a bit uncomfortable like we we sort of almost forced I guess if we want to if we want to step forward and we want to keep moving to get over ourselves and do that thing is that what is that what it is you think it's just that constant challenge and support and reassurance yeah and that's it it's not that I think forced is a strong word it is yeah it wasn't the right word it's you forcing yourself to do it it's making sure that you are prepared to take those difficult steps and to look deeper into yourself and like I had lost who I was I didn't know who I was anymore I had two young kids and I took care of 30-odd kids every single day and then came home to continue caring for kids well into the night. (laughs) And I I didn't exist anymore. I was mum and teacher. That was it. Mum, teacher, wife. They were my three titles and Nikki didn't even exist. Mm. (laughs) And I was able to spend that time I carved time out of my day to sit down once the kids had gone to bed and find who I was again find what I really wanted and what I believed in and what I what my dreams were what my goals were and start taking steps towards them that's massive isn't it and I reckon there would be so many people listening to this that can relate with that like we're on this like hamster wheel of just day-to-day survival just doing the same shit every day um and then going to sleep and waking up and it's rinse and repeat and like that whole concept of losing ourselves I 100% get that as well and we just don't give ourselves generally sweeping generalization we don't give ourselves the time 
we don't make the time, like you said, carve out the time to actually think about what it is that we want. We just, we're stuck in this cycle of doing what we do. And it's like, well, when we actually stop and go, what do I actually want? Like, what do I want to be doing? How do I want to spend my time? Is that therefore what I'm doing going to get me there? Um, And for a lot of us, the answer is probably no, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, like I I worked so hard to get offered a teaching, a permanent teaching position. That's all I wanted. And I got tested so hard. We had made all of the decisions. We'd put the deposit down on the brand new van. We'd sold my car because it wouldn't tow the van that we wanted, bought a car that my, my husband absolutely loves, and I got offered my dream position. Oh, wow. That's the universe testing you, isn't it? (laughs) And it floored me. It completely floored me. And I remember looking at my husband going, what do I do? What what do we actually do right now? And, yeah, we had to make that decision to, for me to say, I'm really sorry, but this is what we really want to do right now and walk away from it and that was one of the hardest things I have ever done in my life was to walk away from that dream position at and it was at a beautiful school it was I'd been working casually there for almost a year I got along with all of the teachers the students were amazing it was one of the best schools that I'd ever stepped foot in and I walked away from it and as much as it was what I really, really wanted, I don't regret my decision to take this opportunity to mm. go with what we'd planned and to spend the time with my family instead. That's such a courageous thing to do. And what I love even more about that is the fact that you had, you have the strength and you had the courage to go, well, hey, no, um, this is what we want to do now. This is what we feel in our heart. And that's that's yeah. really going with a heart decision over a head decision, isn't it? To to turn yeah. that, you know, dream job you've been studying for, you've been working for, you know, the guarantee of the money coming in. But I mean, it's just, it's, I just love everything about what you just shared there. Thank you so much. And I think it's, it's testament to the attitude that we need to have in order to be successful in, in the online space, in any industry, but particularly in the business that we're in, isn't it? We, we've got to have a 110% faith in ourselves, in our dreams and in our conviction to be able to achieve them. I think that's yeah. the, that's probably, I would say, I don't know about you, but I would say that's the only thing that's going to stop someone being successful in this space is if if we don't believe it in ourselves, if we don't believe it's possible for us. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. I absolutely love it. So if you if you could give, if there was someone listening in, um, there's someone, say, a mama of, of young kids who feels trapped in that, um, in that hamster wheel, that monotony, that that day-to-day cycle. So she she's trapped. She's like, I just wish I could do what you do. I, I just wish I could break free from this. I just wish I don't have to put my kids in daycare. What would be your advice to that woman? You can. You 100% can. The only thing that's stopping you from doing it is your belief in yourself. 
And honestly, that stopped me for a little while as well. I I had to stop and sit down with myself. And that was the one question that my husband asked me. He he didn't say no to me doing the business. He said, do you 100% think you can make it work? If you believe in yourself, I'm going to back you up. Wow. And the fact that he said that, that made me stop and walk away and go, well, do I believe that I can do this? Is it something that I can, I am actually going to be able to do? And it a hundred percent is like the fact that we are traveling full time. We don't have to worry about finances constantly. We're not living week to week anymore. It's just, you can do it as long as you believe in yourself. Yes. Finding that belief for yourself. And honestly, I borrowed from my mentor. I borrowed from my mentor a lot when I first started and she still pushes me. She pushes me a lot. She doesn't ask me to do things anymore. She tells me when I'm doing them. <laughs> if she knows it's out of my comfort zone, she will tell me, I've booked this in. This is when you need to be there. Or, this is when you need to have this done by. <laughs> That's so good, isn't it? <laughs> And that's what it's all about. Like there is so much community support, isn't there, from from directly from our mentors and from yeah. from the education platform as, as well, from the wider community. There is so much support. Like everyone is there to catch us. Everyone is there to hold us. I was literally talking to a lady this morning who's um who's looking into getting started and she was like, I know, she's like, I know it's all on me. And I was like, well, I was like, the decision you have to make the decision but you don't have to do it on your own you know there's a whole sisterhood here to to hold you up and help you in every single facet of the way every single step of the way there's people here to support us to cheer us on to to be there for us to push us to call us out on our bullshit to help us get what get our dreams becoming a reality so I absolutely love that belief in ourselves. that's where it all starts if we believe we can um, even if we can't logically explain how if we believe and we feel in our heart that we can that's all we need we 100% yeah. absolutely can I love it I love it love it thank you so so much for your time I thank really you. really appreciate it you can go um, you can go rescue your hubby now and your kids from the top of the spider climby thing <laughs> I don't know they're gone now I can't even see them <laughs> I'm going to, if it's all right with you I'm going to share your contact details in the show notes to this episode so anybody yeah. who has listened in who resonates with your story um, wants to connect can do that really really easily and um, so yeah just click whatever platform you're watching this on just click into the notes and all of Nikki's contact details will be there I always spend a few minutes after each conversation that I record just taking in the energy of the time that we've just shared. And I think what you've just heard there is something really, really special because Nikki is someone who, like me, saw this business as an opportunity to bring in some extra money to to be able to work less in the traditional sense and and not sacrifice money coming in to the household kitty so it was very much a financially driven decision to begin with 
but along the way she has discovered it is so much more than that and how beautiful was that share that 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 Nikki told us about that her daughter had said to her in the car like the fact that our kids get to feel and notice the change in us is just incredible and I was talking to someone just yesterday who who works with families and you know she she was sort of saying that her desire is to really empower mums and and mothers to feel confident within themselves and to feel worthy and to feel enough and to feel happy because when women when mums feel that when we truly believe that we are worthy and that we're enough and that we are doing things that are moving us in the direction that we want to go we become the battery pack, if you like, that the rest of our family can feed into. We become the 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 role model. We become the inspiration. And, and what Nikki shared is is exactly the the living and breathing example of that. Because she feels stronger, more confident, more able, more worthy happier, more content, more optimistic for the future, more more joyful, more excited because she feels all of that in herself and she recognizes all of that in herself, then that allows her daughter to see it and feel it and recognize it too. And it gives her permission to feel it within herself. And I don't think as a mum we can ask for anything more than that. I don't think there's a greater gift that we can give our children than for us to be the example of the person that we wish for them to be. So I'm going to leave it there. I think I I don't have anything more to say on on this conversation. It was absolutely incredible. I am so, so grateful um, to Nikki and to everybody who, who is a part of the Fierce Woman Rising movement for giving me the time to share your story and to get it out there to the woman who needs to hear it. Because I can guarantee there is at least one person listening to this episode who needed to hear something that you said in that conversation. Nikki and I'm so very very grateful for for your time and your your willingness to share your story so if there is something in this episode that has really hit hit a mark for you it has really touched a nerve it has got you thinking well wow I wonder what this could look like for me then reach out in the show notes of this episode there is a dm button Um, dm me masterclass nikki and I will send you the fierce woman rising masterclass that goes through exactly what this is as a business opportunity what it looks like who we partner with how it works And we'll start to introduce your thinking to what this could look like for you and how you could work it into what you want to be doing and how you want to be living and how you want to be feeling and how you can be the inspiration for your kids as well. So in the show notes of this episode, click on notes, click on DM and message me Masterclass Nikki and I will send that off to you. Alrighty, thank you so much for lending me your ears for another episode of the Fierce Woman Rising podcast. I will be back with you next week and until then, bye-bye.